there's all this worry about AI, artificial intelligence, and, and, and robots, and, and sci-fi, and, and computers taking over the world. But in modern medicine, we do, and doctors do, I should say, what they can do in these modern miracles in modern medicine with the help of robots. And here to talk about robotic-assisted surgery, specifically in the knees and the hips is Dr. David Deliberato. He is an orthopedic surgeon specializing in joint reconstruction and robotic-assisted minimally invasive hip and knee replacement. And again, he joins us to explain hip replacement, explain knee replacements, and talk about his specialties in orthopedic care. Dr. Deliberato has an office with Palm Beach Health Network Physician Group in Boca Raton, and he is also on staff at West Boca Medical Center and Del Rey Medical Center. So again, Dr. Deliberato talking hip and knee replacements. Let's start, let's start up top, so to speak, with the hip. Who is a candidate for hip replacement surgery? I would say the first and most, most important is that radiographically, with x-ray, CT scan, or MRI, that patient shows that there is a loss of cartilage in their joint. So that protective cap that is used in that joint to make smooth motion and prevent pain is being worn out, similar to the tread or rubber on a tire. Um, secondarily, another important factor is they have pain. Some patients have arthritis, but they don't have any pain. If you're not experiencing pain or a loss of function, you don't need a hip replacement, so we can continue with conservative management. And once these symptoms do appear, if they do in the future, we can then treat them at that time. Third is that the patients have failed conservative management. And we can talk more about conservative management in the future, but pretty much it means uh, they no longer are responding to the treatments that help allay the pain and alleviate their pain without surgery. Dr. Deliberato, one of your main specialties is robotic-assisted hip replacement how does a robotic-assisted hip replacement differ from the traditional, I guess, non-robotic hip replacement? That's a great question, Cyrus. So uh, first, uh, I want everyone, when they think of robotics, to think about it like this. We use different types of technology, like robots or AI or interoperative photos, to, uh, to create a very accurate digital 3D map of your own individualized bone and the structure. Once we have that digital map, we can do a couple of wonderful things. First is we are able to plan for the surgery before we even do anything. So we know what type of implants we want, we know the best implant for you, and we know the specifics of your anatomy. Um, next, when we are in surgery, we can take away the minimal amount of bone possible and place our implants in the most accurate position. And not only can we do that just with that one patient, but we can do that and replicate it with every single patient. So we are trying to restore your exact anatomy before the pathology occurred so that your recovery can be as rapid as possible, as pain-free as possible, and you can get back to your, your uh, normal living and activities. Again, here with Dr. David Deliberato, orthopedic surgeon with Palm Beach Health Network Physician Group talking hip and knee replacements and, and talking the use of, of robotic-assisted surgery. So Shaquille O'Neal, four-time NBA champion, first ballot, Hall of Famer, pretty big guy as we know. That's why we call, they, they call him the Big Diesel. Listed at 7'1", reportedly played at around 325 pounds, and you know he's certainly at one end of the spectrum in terms of size, 
But doctor, can you, you know, explain the enhanced surgical planning, if you will, that, that you use to design a, a customized 3D plan for, again, robotic-assisted hip replacement and, and surgery? Yeah, sure. That's a, that's a fun question, and specifically because I, I'm a big fan of Shaq. <laughs> uh, growing up in Cleveland, we also had, uh, we stole him for a yes. couple of years, and uh, he was well-known in the community. Everyone loved him. He stopped to say hello to everyone. He shook everyone's hand. There's a funny picture of him in one of the gas stations with the clerk over his shoulder. It's, uh, he's a great guy, so I like Shaq. And, and in regards to your question, the robotics does help a lot. Once again, with that digital map, now I can pick the specific size of the implant that's important for you. And that's essential for both hip replacement and knee replacement. If you make an implant too big, what can uh, happen is you can impinge on the ligaments and soft tissue around you, or you can lose range of motion. So specifically for you know, individuals like Shaq or someone that might go outside of the normal standards, the robot is great because we pick this up before we enter the OR. So if you have a special requirement, we already know that because we examined your CT, we examined that 3D digital map before we went into the surgery. So we have the ability to already have that other implant that we need or that special implant that that person requires. So uh, yeah, that's a great question as well. Again, here with Dr. Deliberato, orthopedic surgeon specializing in joint reconstruction and robotic-assisted minimally invasive hip and knee replacement surgery. And Dr. Deliberato, I feel like when we talk about surgery at the, at the surface level, talk about, you know, cut, sew, done, send the patient on its way. But for, for a lot of people, that especially those having knee and hip replacement surgery, that's just the start because after uh, you have their surgery done, then you move on to recovery and rehab. What's the recovery and rehab like after, again, a robotic-assisted surgery, hip replacement, knee replacement, versus, again, the traditional non-robotic replacement? Sure, that's very important to me. And um, for myself as a surgeon, it might not be this like this for everybody, but the rehab and uh, recovery begins before the surgery. When I see you in the clinic, I am asking you about your nutritional profile, what you eat, um, what kind of exercise you perform, what activities like you like to do. So I'm also asking you, you know, if there's any potential dietary deficiencies that could prevent you getting the best outcome. I also want you to begin gentle activities and strengthening before the surgery because with surgery, you will always lose a little bit of muscle mass and I wanna get ahead of that. In regards to recovery, uh, for example, a hip replacement, I tell patients on average, you're about 80% recovered after six weeks. And with this anterior sparing approach, uh, very often it's, it's, it's much earlier than that. People recover uh, very quickly and I'm surprised uh, how quickly patients will come in. Sometimes even at two weeks, they're not using their walker or their cane against my advice, <laughs> but they say they don't need it. They, they feel great already. So, you know, um, you know, that's a smaller percent of patients, maybe 20, 25%, but uh, oftentimes the younger patient that's already active recovers very quickly. Um, in, returns to, in regards to rehab, my rehab begins within an hour of you waking up after the surgery. I want my hip patients standing up and working with the therapist in the PACU or in the post-operative area. So this is very important to me to prevent complications and, already, and also to begin the education on how to uh, best achieve your goals as early as possible. Again, Cyrus Wittig here on ESPN West Palm tonight with Dr. David Deliberato. He has an office with Palm Beach Health Network Physician Group in Boca Raton and is on staff at West Boca Medical Center and Del Rey Medical Center. Of course, 
Dr. Deliberato specializes in robotic-assisted, minimally invasive hip and knee replacement surgery. And, and doctor, we've talked a lot about the, the hip and, and hip replacements and going, uh, going a little bit lower down to the knee. Who is a candidate for robotic-assisted knee replacement surgery? It's more and more rare that we're doing a bilateral same-day knee replacement. The best time to do that is if you work with a surgeon who has a partner that's just as experienced as him, and they can do it at the same time. And the reason is, is it because there is a report, even though it's a very small number, that you can have higher rates of complication if you have both knees done at the same time. You need to be a very specific patient. You need to be younger. You need to be healthy. You have to have great cardiovascular fitness before you proceed. This, each, each time you do a hip replacement, there's a great amount of stress on your heart, your liver, lung, kidneys. So you don't want to push that to the limit if your body's not able to do that. Um, but when you're talking about who's a good candidate for knee surgery in general, it is very similar. We're talking about their, the absence of cartilage, once again, and then we're also thinking about they failed conservative management, they have a lot of pain, and they're losing their function. Uh, one thing that's different about knees compared to hips is you want to try to push back your knee replacement if you're a young active individual. And the reason is because despite wonderful outcomes in knee replacement, you will experience a step down in functional outcomes. So some people, uh, the, the hip joint, it's a ball and socket. It's a little bit more simple of a joint, while the knee is very complex. So when we look at studies in scientific uh, literature from the best surgeons in the world, most renowned, even their patients don't have a knee like their young childhood knee. That's mm -hmm. not what to expect. It's a great pain-relieving procedure. And for many active sports-related patients, we can get them back to their normal activities, even doubles in tennis. Uh, I have patients that water ski. Uh, they go regular skiing and snowboarding. Um, but they would say that their knee it just it isn't like their childhood knee. It's a little bit less than that. Dr. Deliberato, we talked about the advantages of robotic-assisted hip replacement surgery. Now, with the knee replacement surgery, I have to imagine the, the, the robot is even more helpful because we mentioned earlier that the knee more complicated, more complex than the hip. How, how impactful are, is the robotic-assisted surgery, again, dealing with the knee versus the hip? You're, you're exactly right. And for myself, having these technologies for knee replacement is more important than a hip replacement. The reason being exactly like you said, it's more complex. When someone performs a knee replacement without robotics uh, or other technology, they're essentially using pre-made cutting jigs that have uh, a predestined amount that they're going to cut. You can make subtle adjustments, but um, you're still guessing to some degree. And that means you're guessing on how much bone you're cutting off, and you're also guessing on what degree angulation that you cut the bone. And anyone that's used both standard instrumentation and robotics knows that these are a bit different when you use the robot. And the reason is that with the robot, first we create our digital map, and then now we test what kind of cut the knee needs based on the soft tissue and ligaments around you. So now we make that cut, and by the time we make those cuts, we're, we're pretty much already done with the surgery because the knee is well balanced. And that's what you want after a total knee. You want a well balanced knee if you want to have the optimal amount of function and without a doubt, the robot helps us to replicate this uh, more than standard in instrumentation. And this is well documented within the literature. Dr. Deliberato, I feel like sort of a blessing and a curse of modern medicine is that as at the rate that we advance and improve our, our technologies and techniques, if you've had a knee replacement, a hip replacement 20, 30 years ago, then the technology is vastly different than the technology used to 
install the mechanics of, again, the, a, a hip and a knee replacement in, in the early 2000s. So for somebody who's looking for a revision hip and knee replacement or a failed joint replacement, you know, who, who is a candidate for this type of procedure? Yeah, this is common, and it's going to be more and more common as we move into the future because so many hip and knee replacements have occurred, but so much fewer surgeons actually perform the revisions than the primaries. Now, to go back just for one second, um, with the uni, it's one of the reasons that I perform this with a robot, because the uni, the partial knee, it is extremely sensitive to the position you put it in. And if I put that in with a robot, I can put it in the perfect position. Instead of wiggling your knee a little bit at the end of the case and saying that feels right, which was the old school technique, I can now measure the exact degree that I change your knee and how much thickness I took off. So that is one reason why I think if you're going to undergo a partial knee, it's a good idea to use a physician that does it robotically. Conservative management, it's a very important discussion to have with every patient. And I have patients that come into my office, maybe the physician said, we need surgery. Mm -hmm. Maybe it wasn't explained, and they're terrified. And so I think educating the patient on some of the topics we discussed today and reviewing the x-rays is the most important part of conservative management. Conservative management, for me, I try to maximize this to the greatest extent. I love surgery. I'm a surgeon, but I only want to do it when I'm 110% sure that this is the right time and the right procedure for you. So some options we have with conservative management is number one, my favorite, is physical therapy. And I'm sure you've got a bunch of listeners right now, they're, they're like, oh, God, more physical therapy. <laughs> God knows I had the same experience uh, when I was required uh, to do p to PT growing up and for any of sports-related injuries that I had. But this is the most important thing. And the way I try to uh, alleviate that pain of going to PT is by telling my patients that you don't need to go a bunch. I want you to go and I want you to pretend like you're going to a class like you did in school. You're going to learn those exercises so that you can incorporate them into your own exercise routine. Or if you don't have an exercise routine, now you do have one at home. So you can remain strong. And that's going to be important for whether you're not going to have surgery, whether you are going to have surgery. And it's going to be important as we get older to help maintain muscle mass, to help uh, maintain our stability and prevent falls and our independence. So please try to give that PT a chance. And if you only go a few times and you start that home exercise program, that's great too. Other options are pain pills like, you know, Tylenol, NSAIDs like ibuprofen. There are a few stronger ones that I can prescribe. And then there's also bracing and, of course, injections. Injections do not heal your cartilage. That's a, a very common misconception. Instead, what the injections are doing, they're delaying you from requiring the surgery by alleviating the pain and decreasing the inflammation. I see a lot of patients come in where they went somewhere, uh, no names, that they got an injection that the physician told them is going to cure their arthritis. If you hear that and you see these big dollar sign numbers that they're requesting, I want you to run as fast as you can. <laughs> <laughs> Please get a second, third, fourth, fifth opinion. Uh, that's very important to me because sometimes the patients have been taken advantage of. So please beware. Dr. Deliberato, we are out of time. I got to let you go. But thank you so much for all of the amazing information, all the great insight. Really enjoyed our chat and looking forward to talking with you again soon. Thanks again, Cyrus. Once again, that was Dr. David Deliberato, orthopedic surgeon specializing in joint reconstruction and robotic-assisted minimally invasive hip and knee replacement. His office with the Palm Beach Health Network Physician Group is located at 9970 Central Park Boulevard, North Suite 400A, Boca Raton, Florida. It is on the campus of West Boca Medical Center. For more information on Dr. Deliberato, visit pbhnphysiciangroup.com or call his office at 
four six one zero.